0: welcome to the newest edition of the screen fellows podcast my name is carlos and my name is ozzy in this episode we'll be reviewing dunkirk and talking about our favorite christopher nolan movies
1: enjoy the show as far back as i can remember i always wanted to be a gangster and are we going? Ozzy, how are you doing? Um, I'm a little under the weather, I think I'm coming on with a cold, but other than that, I'm doing pretty, pretty well. How are you doing, man?
0: I am alright, um, I, I don't know, this is a little bit weird because we had a few technical difficulties, so we're kind of, uh, doing some of this stuff old-fashioned. I mean, not, like, recording-wise, hopefully the quality is still good, but, uh, with the intro music and stuff like that, so it's, it's just throwing me off a little bit. Understood. <laughs> But that's all right. Um, I'm definitely excited to talk about Dunkirk. It's definitely a movie that if we could have gotten away with pushing back our top 10 of the year any further, I wouldn't have minded. But it kind of had to be done last week. We were already pushing it with last week or last episode. So it is what it is. But I'm definitely excited to review this
1: movie. Yeah, it's it's another great Nolan film. Definitely. <laughs> all right. So sorry. I'm going to get into it right now.
0: Um, all right. Well, let's get into this movie. So, Dunkirk, if you don't know what this movie is about, it's a World War II film. Um, basically, the premise is that the Allied forces that's... Well, basically just the British who went to go help France, and the French soldiers were basically pushed all the way back to the beach. They had nowhere to go, so the premise of this movie is all of these soldiers that are stuck at Dunkirk, which is this beach, I guess, or where this beach is, um, are trying to cross the English Channel get to get back to England. Um, and that's the premise of the movie, and you would you would listen to that and go, "Okay, so it sounds like a pretty interesting kind of war movie, it's not really anything like we've seen too too much before of and then you throw in that Christopher Nolans directing it, and you go, "Okay, he could do something interesting with that and Then you realize that Christopher Nolan is a master filmmaker, number one. And number two, he doesn't make ordinary movies. I don't know. I mean, the most ordinary movie I can think of that he's ever made is maybe Insomnia. But beyond that, he really doesn't make regular movies. (laughs) Um, He plays with style. He plays with um, narrative. And this movie is no different. Because this movie is told through three perspectives, basically. And in three different time spans so it's told through the air the sea and what they call it? the mole mm-hmm. the mole which i guess is kind of like a what a pier almost it's kind of what it was right yeah so that's what it's told between and it's the mole storyline is told within a week right and the air storyline is told within an hour and then the sea storyline is told within a day so it's three different time spans and it all obviously meets at the same time but it's three different locations it's just it's so fascinating the way he put this movie together um and that's really the it's crazy (laughs) the way he put the movie together but let's let's talk about it what did you think about uh obviously the style and the narrative structure and then all and then just getting to positives i guess but what did you think of the movie, Ozzy?
1: Um, it was a very interesting way of storytelling, and in, I think it's the most unique way of storytelling that has been performed by the, like a by large-scope director, I have to say. I mean, it was very unique. Um, I mean, I Nolan's
0: Nolan's done some things that rival it just in the past, but uh, I can't think of another director who plays with narrative structure like this. Yeah,
1: I mean, it, it's definitely the most um, unique thing I've seen in a long time when it comes to the telling of a narrative so i have to give um i have to give him credit for how we put that all together it was really well done i have to say uh you know j- seeing the seeing these soldiers there you can tell it's a really helpless situation because there's only so many ships that that can be sacrificed so you see men making very tough decisions such as the generals and the commanders and so on and so forth. So it's a very difficult decision to really try to get. You're trying to save as many lives as you can while trying to sacrifice as much as your forces as you can. So mm-hmm. it's it's a really tough, interesting top topic. One thing I will mention in this film is that there isn't a lot of dialogue in this film. It's mainly you're right. Um, yeah, it's mainly you're mainly looking at this, and I'm going to compare this to the Revenant at this point. The this is this is a a story of survival, so there's not going to be a lot of dialogue. But for those of you like Carlos who said, "Oh, the revenants just walking around," there, there's nothing. There's nobody just walking around in this movie. Um, they're either running for their lives or they're ducking because there's a bomb about to be dropped on them. So it's it's really intense. This I have to say, the score for this movie is mm-hmm. really good. This is Hans Zimmerman's... Um, I don't know how many times he's been working with... Hans Chris, Zimmer. Yeah, Hans Zimmer. I don't know how long he's been working with Christopher Nolan, but these every time these two come together, it's 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 amazing. I think the last movie together was Interstellar, and I think a lot of people really like that score. So if you guys like that score, you're going to really love this score as well.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, look, I think... I've said this before in like, unpopular opinions, but I think the, the Interstellar score is a little overrated, but... I mean, this score—there's <laughs> no questioning it. And the thing that they're able to do with just um, that constant—it's it, not throughout the entire movie, but almost, but a, most of the movie, there's this constant ticking. Like it's—it feels like it, it's building to this kind of impending doom almost. <laughs> and it's so well done. And um, I do also—I I want to agree with you on the um, on the the lack of dialogue because. Uh, I don't know it's it's weird because when you have a simple story that doesn't require too much exposition, too much um, I di- see, I don't know because would you describe this as a story driven movie or character driven movie
1: story driven story driven, okay. I mean, you don't see a lot of character growth throughout the entire exactly. film, honestly. I mean, thing, you just yeah. see people trying to survive. Yeah, What you do see is some... like There are towards, some character towards, moments. Towards but, the end, yeah. you do see a little bit of character evolution, I would say, yeah. but you don't see a lot of character growth.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, but what I was thinking when I was watching this is, really, for the first 10, 20 minutes, there is no meaningful dialogue. There's, like, one word shouted from distance. There's, like... Uh, maybe a few quick things here and there, but there is literally no meaningful dialogue until about 20, 25 minutes into this movie, which is impressive considering you don't sit... I, nobody can watch the first 20 min- minutes of this movie and go, man, I'm kind of bored. <laughs> like, there's n- <laughs> uh, You're not going to be bored watching this movie on any level, and it's fascinating that they're able to do that with as little dialogue as they were able to do it with. Um, and this is a very visual movie like it's all it's visual storytelling and the thing is and this was my problem with the revenant it's very it's the revenant was a very visual story or a very visual movie as well where it's like it's all visual storytelling you want you're just following it there's not too much in terms of dialogue or necessarily a thick plot or anything like that and i had issues with that because there was it didn't give me much that kept me invested Okay. But with this, because he played with the narrative so much and because it was such a freaking beautiful movie, which you can say the same thing about The Revenant, I know, but it's, it kept me engaged because I was like trying to put together like, okay, this is taking place here. And then this probably took place before, like you're trying to put put it all together and piece it all together before the movie actually tells you what's going on, and then once it tells you what's going on, everyone's gonna be like, "Okay, I get it." And it works so well like that that it keeps you invested. The how it's broken up, um, performances. You want to talk about that? Um, I I think there's there's nothing that really like because no actor in themselves is really featured too too much. I mean, there's definitely starring actors, right? And a lot of Nolan vets are in this movie um you had killian murphy's in this right yes yeah killian murphy's in it tom hardy's in it um oh i'm, I'm blanking you you have the list up don't you mm-hmm. um but there yeah there's a lot mark rylance is in this i don't think he's a nolan veteran though uh, you're right i don't think he's been in a nolan movie no it's, i think this is his first um yeah but, first time all right who stood out to you that's i guess that's the biggest question
1: uh, one of my favorites was definitely Mark Rylance's performance. He okay. was really, you know, he he was really courageous. He was telling, um, I believe his name uh, was Killian Murphy.
0: Yeah,
1: Killian Murphy is basically scared. He's a scared soldier at this point, and Mark Rylance did is a like, great job too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they they both did a great job. They really did work well with, with one another. Great, uh, great chemistry, but. Mark Rylance was always basically the star for me. He was always, he was a very, he had to be the calm, um, the calm person really taking charge of the situation because, and you see it in the trailer, he's like, we can't go back. We have a job to do. So, definitely a really strong character to really get behind, a very courageous character. Uh, Another character that I really liked again was Tom Hardy's character. And what I really liked about that particular, like every time. You went into those particular scenes of, of them really flying the airplanes. You can tell. I mean, it was very hard just to get a shot off of one of those other planes because they're always moving. Mm-hmm. Um, your accuracy, again, is always moving. So, it was very, very tough to really pinpoint a, uh, a shot off the enemy of the enemy plane. So, I really like those scenes as well.
0: Yeah, the dogfight scenes. They're great. Yes, um, And I got... Kind of playing off that as well. Tom Hardy is actually who impressed me the most, or w- one of the most impressive to me in this movie, because Hardy is a guy who he's obviously a very talented actor, but it kind of he almost does the same thing in every movie, right? This one was a little different. I honestly was like, this is a Tom Hardy that I ne- haven't necessarily seen, and I was actually kind of impressed by him. Um, so I really liked his performance in this movie, and I would probably say, I guess, what was your favorite? location i get was it the mole was it the scene what what storyline was your favorite or was it the air
1: it was the air i I air was my favorite absolutely loved how it was shot Mm -hmm. definitely i think it's going to be the beautiful movie dude yes i think it's from what i can tell i think it's the most beautifully shot movie of the year so far it just looked amazing i really loved it i mean every time the the planes were turning you know um you, I don't know. It was just something, something about the way he shot those scenes. It was it was really amazing. I love those scenes.
0: Yeah. Um, I really wish we would have seen it in 70mm IMAX. I will probably try to see it in that um, again. But anyway, uh, I really did like... It. What about Harry Styles? Did you like him?
1: Um, he did really good, actually. I was I surprised. They, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't think that... Um, I, I noticed him, and I was like, I didn't know this guy can, can act. I mean, he did a really good job. I I, I want to see him in more stuff, honestly. He did a really great job with yeah. with the material.
0: And apparently, he auditioned, and Nolan didn't know who he was. And Nolan cast him, and then was like, oh, you're, like, really famous? <laughs> 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 so, I mean, that's pretty cool. If I mean, yeah, because, I mean, we've seen singers get acting roles before, and it's not always that impressive, but... Um, rihanna and battleship anyone um but this this was a different case he was actually surprisingly good so i want to see him do some more stuff like that um i'm trying to think what else uh the sound design let's talk about this this i mean there was a similar situation last year where we kind of there was an early ish movie especially when considering oscar nomination or oscar season right um where we saw a movie last year and we were like this movie is gonna get nominated for sound design um and this is the case again this movie is in that i'm talking about um deep water horizon last year that was pretty early movie i believe that was what august maybe mm-hmm. something like that um we saw that and we're like sound design <laughs> and sound mixing yes and i would say the same thing for this uh, it's friggin it adds that's part of the details and that's what really drives the story and drives this tension which we got to talk about the tension but what drives the tension what makes this movie as good as it is and the war scenes as good as they are is the attention to detail and the sound design is a major part of that it's it was so so impressive um i was on the edge of my seat the entire time and like i said the sound design was a major part of that
1: yeah, man, the sound design was really amazing. I really liked uh, all the. This movie is loud. <laughs> it is <laughs> very but it's loud, intentionally. Very, like, yeah. it's very intense. Yeah. Um. Every time there's you, you can just feel the tension in the air. I mean, um, I was I had, I had people sitting next to me and they were just they were just in shock a lot of the time just because of what was going on and. That I mean, that's just showing you how good of a job Nolan is as a director and, and building tension. Very, very. Yeah. I mean, this this movie is. Um, I believe this movie is about is it's. I think it's like one forty seven, um, an hour and forty seven minutes. I believe, but I Ish. mean, you're basically yeah. on the edge of your seat most of the time. Yeah. And I think
0: this is something that is so, so crazy to me. Okay. Because you think of a war movie, right? You think, okay, one side versus the other, right? There is not a single close-up shot really at all. You see planes of the enemy. You see bullets. You you feel the fire of the enemy, definitely. There is not a single shot of the enemy in this movie other than planes. Not a single shot. And you know why that works for me? You know why that works so well? Think about all of the uber successful horror movies, right? Think about, I mean, Jaws is obviously the prime example. Why is Jaws so good? And it was an accident that it was so good. Because they, nev- they didn't show the shark. I mean, they did show the shark at times. But they barely showed the shark. You don't show what you're afraid of. This movie doesn't show the other side, doesn't show the German soldiers. Why? Because the more we, or the less we see of them, the more we're afraid of them. And it adds to the tension. It makes you on the edge of your, because you don't know where they are. You don't see them. You don't know where they are. You can't relate to them at all. You can't see human faces. It works so well that this movie is seething with tension. Like you're just sitting there, like, I have no idea, I want these people to get off, because just, you're, they're human beings, you want them to escape this, this, and go back home, and like, this movie is all about hope, that's what ultimately the theme of this movie is, um, and again, that's another reason why you don't show the the Germans, I think that really, really works in the benefit for this movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was. I mean, there's only one scene that I can recall that I, you actually do see the Germans, but you never see their faces. You never see the faces of these soldiers. No, not at all. And it's, it's really, it's a really interesting take. I mean, again, I mean, this is a very unique type of storytelling that Nolan has really given us. And I have to say, this is an interesting, unique biopic as well. Um, to this to this battle in Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. So I have to give, like I said, I mean I have to give credit where it's due to that. And um, I think that was a really smart move to not show the Germans. Because we've seen them. We've seen them a lot of times. And I feel like he really wanted us to feel like we were in like that we were in their in these soldiers' shoes while they were getting attacked by the Germans. So I really, I really did like that.
0: Yeah. Um I I, I really love this it's really, really good. Um, do you have any more positives or do you want to move on to negatives?
1: Uh, let's move on to negatives, man. All right. What do you got, Ozzy? The only negative that I can particularly have in this movie is that, I mean, again, I mean, if you're a, if, if you're somebody that needs a lot of dialogue in this movie, this movie is not for you. Um, just be prepared. When you go in there, it really isn't, there really isn't a lot of dialogue. I mean, I, I'd say in total, it's probably like, what, 20, 25 minutes of dialogue, but it's spread out throughout the whole entire film. So just be prepared for that.
0: Um, yeah, and I'm trying to think. There is a, okay, I have two things. There's a side story on the sea where there's a person that ends up going that wasn't originally supposed to go with them, and there's that whole side story. I didn't really care for it. It was fine, I guess. It just was like, I could have left, you could have cut that storyline out for me, and I would have been, like, fine. It's not, like, distracting at all. It didn't, like... You know, I wasn't sitting there every time it happened like, oh, but it, it just, I was like, I okay, whatever. It, I could have left it. Um, and then I think it takes a little, like, I get why it took so long to wrap up because they wanted to ultimately show and feature the thematic elements of the movie. They wanted to show this movie's about hope, blah, blah, blah. Like, but I think it takes a little bit too long to wrap up. Um. But those are really my only negatives, and the second one is really me nitpicking. So that's all I got. Do you have anything else, Ozzy?
1: Oh, that's it for me, man.
0: All right. Well, you want to rate this movie? Yes. <laughs> Let's go. I'll
1: give it a nine point four.
0: All right. I am um, giving it a nine point six. This man. is it's one of the best movies of the year, and I will um, be surprised if it's not in at least my top three by the end of the year um it's it's really a great movie and it's one of nolan's best i'm gonna say that right now honestly it's i i think it's one of his best um all right well i guess speaking of which let's talk about our favorite nolan movies he is probably one of the most recognizable by name directors um Working today. I mean, obviously, you could say Spielberg. Most people would recognize that name and go, okay, I want to see a Spielberg movie. But I don't know if there's any directors right now who have the box office draw that he has just by his name.
1: Right? Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, that's a very (laughs) popular name. And um, at this point, it's kind of an honorary. Um, you, you kind of, I would feel honored just to work with Christopher Nolan at this point. I mean, that's how talented he is. And he's definitely gonna go down in the, um, say the, the, the entertainment business history books as one of the greats of directing.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I guess let's start with you. What are some of your favorite Nolan
1: movies? Uh, I mean, Obviously, I loved the, the Dark Knight trilogy. All three yeah. of those films are, are really good. I mean, I think the third one's a little bit, um, a little bit, it's, it's not as quite as good as the second one, but it's still really good. It's, a, still, a, it's still a great way to end the trilogy of the Dark Knight Rises, uh, the, the Dark Knight trilogy. So I really did like that one. Um, and again, I really did, I really did love Inception. Uh, it, it was a really interesting type of. Storytelling, and I remember I was look at, I was actually looking at how he was filming those scenes in, in, in Inception. He really doesn't use CGI. He tries mm-hmm. to use a lot of practical effects. And it was really interesting that he really uses a lot of old method uh, ways of filming. So, I really did like Inception. Yeah. Great movie, great movie. And I will say... Probably the last film I'll mention is Interstellar. Okay. Um, I just really like the concept that he that he was trying to make. Um, I really liked the, the the cinematography. I really liked his. Uh, I really, again I loved the soundtrack in this movie. Um, Matthew McConaughey's performance, I think, is really good, especially when it comes to the, the his chemistry with his daughter, his chemistry with Anne Hathaway. I really did like these characters really. Um, coming together and really, and really having all these amounts of great dialogue. So, one of my favorites.
0: Um, i not a fan of Interstellar. I think it's okay. It, I don't know. I, I just have issues with Interstellar. That's probably my least favorite Nolan movie, but uh, anything else that I've seen, um, and I've seen all of his movies except for his first one, which I've wanted to see, just haven't gotten around to it. Um... You can name anything else, and I'd probably be like, yeah, I could see that. (laughs) And I could easily defend, like, that being somebody's favorite. Um, I guess the following, or following, I believe, it's not the following, it's just following, is his first one, which I haven't seen. After that, Memento. Memento, I might put up there. I mean, maybe I'd put it up there as, like, one of the best movies of all. It's so freaking good. Memento is an incredible work. And you want to talk about narrative structure. It's, I mean, Memento, if you don't know, the movie is told backwards because this guy has short-term memory loss. It is incredible. (laughs) It is um, really like you're watching this movie and you're like, are they really, are they really doing this? (laughs) And it's crazy that a movie that you know how it ends, because you see the, the beginning of the movie is the end of the movie. You know how it ends. And you're really you're invested the whole time because you want to find out how we got to that point. It's it's really insane, and then obviously there's reveals along the way that just will blow your mind. But it's honestly, I could easily see that being someone's favorite, and it's probably, in my opinion, is best. Um, one of his best. I Dunkirk is really good. I don't know. <laughs> um, Insomnia, like I said, it's his most average movie. Uh, it's it's. I mean. It's not bad on any level. It's just... It's okay. Um, it's it's a very well-done movie, but there's nothing about it that screams, like, Nolan, you know? Um, Batman Begins. So We can talk about the whole Batman trilogy right here. I mean... What's your favorite of the trilogy? Dark Knight? Yes. Okay. That's most people's favorite, and I would definitely agree. Batman Begins is too... Well, I'd actually put Dark Knight Rises, too. I know most people don't. We... We've had our disagreements on Dark Knight Rises. I remember when it first came out, me and because I just saw, actually saw, like, on the, um, Tarion, who's been on this podcast before, he's our marine friend. Um, he, I saw, like, on a, you know how Facebook does those, like, things where they tell you on this day in the past or whatever? It's, like, yeah. a memories type thing. Um, I saw this thing that Tarion posted, go see Dark Knight Rises, it's amazing. And I was like, oh, I remember when Terry on like, The Dark Knight Rises <laughs> because I remember he liked it and then he talked to you.
1: And no, then... actually, 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 no. We went to go see it together. Okay. Um, we Funny story. Um, we went to Sinopolis to go see it. Yeah. My mom was Bad flipping year. out because my mom didn't want me to see it because I don't know if you guys remember there was actually a shooting.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, that yep. happened
1: with this movie.
0: Oh, whatever happened? They were making a movie about that shooting.
1: Yeah. I have no idea, but anyways, anyways. Um, she so she was very overprotective and she didn't want us to go see it, but Terry and I went anyways. (laughs) Terry and I thought it was the best movie of the year when we were like when somebody would talk junk about the movie, like we were like, "Excuse me," but then you
0: you became one of the people who Um, were crapping on it, and I was like the one who was defending it
1: because I actually bought the movie and then over time I watched it and I watched it and I watched it and then over time I saw the mistakes and the mistakes and the mistakes that he made.
0: I still defend that movie, and I... I See, get, like, I
1: understand, that, like, look, I still... I'm not gonna say, like, look, I still like the movie. There's just mistakes in the movie.
0: Okay, there's little things in the back. Like, I, I get all that. There. There's things in the action scenes that you make fun of, and that's fine. The one thing that I will continue to fight, fight against, and fight against as passionately as anything, almost, is the ending of the movie. People <sighs> hate the ending of, the, of that movie, and... I think that is ridiculous. I think if you have seen Nolan movies, that ending makes so much sense for Nolan. He leaves it open-ended. You don't know if this is real, if he really escaped... You don't know anything. Like he leaves it open ended, and people looked at it and go, "Oh, well, how could he have escaped?" And it's like that's not the point. The point is you don't know if he did. And oh, how did Alfred see? you don't know. He could have just been imagining that. We don't know that. That's Nolan. He okay, leaves well, it open ended.
1: Okay, that's not. That's not. No, um, can, <laughs> we, I can will, agree we can. We can. We can fight this. I mean, all, all we want, but let's, it's not. I mean, he didn't leave it open. Ended he for does this story for this story. No, he does. Yes, not he Dunkirk, does. Not for Dunkirk.
0: Oh, for, not for Dunkirk.
1: No. Okay. I'm not saying he
0: does it for every movie, okay, but well, I don't think sense. I don't
1: think she should have done it for the Dark Knight trilogy. I really don't think he should have done it. Okay,
0: well, that's a different discussion. Because
1: cause then everybody was like, oh, it's going to be fourth. He's like, well, no, because Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers wants to start their own cinematic universe. And it just, it, no, it, it's very, it was a very open, loosed end, I have to say, openly loosed. And I don't know. What, would you say the same
0: thing about Inception? Oh, is there gonna be another one? Did he really like? What that's that's a. Um,
1: it I, closes with him seeing his children for the first time. No, no, no.
0: But the top spins and it—you don't know if it lands. Spoilers, <laughs> you don't know if it lands. So would you say the same thing? It's like oh, it's too open ended. We don't know if he really made it or not. It's like well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> You could say the same thing about anything that's left with a little hint of you don't know what is actually how it actually ended. That it's too open ended, and there could be another one. And to me, that holds no water.
1: But anyway, uh, let's move no on.
0: Uh, what about the Prestige? Have you seen the Prestige? No. Uh, that's one I know many people who that w- that's their favorite Nolan movie. And yes, they've seen In- Inception. Yes, they've seen The Dark Knight. Um. It's it's really, really, really good. If you don't know, I'll say two names, and that should sell you right away. Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. Hmm. <laughs> Watch that movie. They're two... Basically, they play two high-profile, very well-known magicians, and they're both trying to one-up each other throughout the entire movie. It is so good, so entertaining, um, and I know tons of people who that would be their favorite Nolan movie. Um Not mine, personally, but it's definitely... I can completely understand it. Uh, Inception, you already talked about. So good. Um, Enrique, shamefully, has not seen it. Um, Shame. Shame. Um, But that's okay. Uh, It's so freaking good. It's um, obviously the... Just the uniqueness of the story. It's a heist movie, but it's also science fiction. Like, would you...
1: Do you remember I, I the really, first time you saw it? Yes, I was kind of he kind of mind screwed me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Wait, but how do you get here for me?" Later? Like it was, it was really good though. Yeah, I, like I said, this man knows how to build a tense moments. and like I said, I mean, he used a lot of practical effects, so you don't have to worry about the CGI. Mm-hmm. But I really did like everything, and um, I did I, all these all these actors had great chemistry together. Um, especially, I really loved Tom Hardy in this movie as well. It's kind of like the comedy. It was before him. he was Tom Hardy. <laughs> he was he was kind of like the comedic relief in a sense. I really did like his performance, though. I really loved it. Leonardo DiCaprio. I really want to see another Leonardo DiCaprio and Nolan movie. Yeah, they did work extremely well together. I loved the I loved that film. It was it was really good. I think it's I think it's either it has to be it's it's definitely my top five exception. I have to work on numbering them, but really great film and. Um, it, the story, the story is, is very powerful in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, very deep, and and you and you relate to these characters. Yeah.
0: Inception is definitely top three of Nolan's for me. Uh, it's it's in some order. It's Memento, now Dunkirk, and Inception. Um, but I don't know which order I put it in. <laughs> it's so difficult. Um, and then after that. We have Interstellar, which I already said, it's not my favorite. It's okay. I I think that the end kind of compromises the whole thing. And then throughout, it's kind of just, I I like the beginning. And then once it actually gets into the space stuff, it's like, cool. I don't know. It's not, there's some great acting moments from McConaughey. I'll give you that. Like, I know his crying has become a meme at this point, but it's a great (laughs) moment in the movie. Um, and then even up until the end, he is great in the
1: movie. But- one of the negatives that I have in that movie is that there's there's like long sequences of blackouts. So you think that the movie's done. Because I remember when I went to go see it, mm-hmm. I got up because I thought it was done, and then it'd be like, and I'm like oh, I think okay, I guess we're still going. <laughs> I'm like, I guess it's still going. Yeah, definitely feels like one of his most longer um, films. Yeah,
0: it's the the thing is, it's ambitious for. And that that's that's how I would describe the movie. It tries to do a lot of and tries to talk about a lot of very high concept things, and I don't think it necessarily succeeds in get in reaching what it's or in getting to what it's reaching for. But it's it has to be admired for trying to get to that point. Um, so I just don't think it got there. Like like I said when we were talking about Arrival, um, Arrival. Why I like Arrival is because it succeeds in try- in actually reaching those high-concept ideas that um, Interstellar tries to get to and misses, you know? So, yes. Um, all right. Well, I think we've gone through basically every <laughs> Nolan movie. Um, but, yeah, those are definitely some of our favorites. And this will be a shorter episode, but that's fine.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, Unless you want to discuss... The Defenders trailer that came out. Uh,
0: I mean, do you want to save it for the Comic-Con episode? Or what do you want to do? I don't know. It's up to you.
1: I got released yesterday, so...
0: (laughs) We can talk about it now if you want.
1: Guys, the Defenders trailer was really good.
0: I mean, it's less... I guess it is less to talk about in the actual Comic-Con episode, which will probably be long. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, we can talk about it now. Uh, So, Defenders
1: trailer. What'd you think? Dude, I loved it, man. It Mm -hmm. It was really, really well done. I have to say, Sigourney Weaver... I'm scared, man. She's gonna be a great villain, dude. I'm scared, man. She's she's a, uh, she's a force in nature. I forgot what the other I forgot what the other ladies called that Asian lady, but um, oh, Cho or something maybe like that? something like that. Um, I don't have. A but cool she though. she again she is very very uh, she has basically survived a lot at this point the the older lady and um, it's gonna be interesting to see where she goes. I mean, I don't know if she's the Thanos of this. Um, this the whole entire mini universe that marvel has to go that marvel has set up but she is basically stuck around through everything mm-hmm. so it's it's going to be really in, i really want to see where her character really goes when all of them uh when luke cage daredevil iron fist and jessica jones all meet up together
0: yeah uh one thing uh, well first of all go check out our reaction video on youtube uh to the trailer. Secondly, one thing I didn't mention in the reaction video that I want to mention now is that one of my favorite aspects of the trailer is all of the side characters that we see from all these different shows, right? We get shots, obviously, of Rosario Dawson, who is basically the Coulson of this mini universe here. Um, then we, I believe we see, um, we see Karen, Right. We see Karen. We see Foggy. We see Foggy. Um, We see. uh, Do we see Misty in that trailer? We might have. I'm I'm trying to think. There were a lot of different people. Um, You see Jessica Jones' best friend in there. Yeah, I don't know. You saw Hogarth. I think we did. Yeah. Yes. Um, So there's just tons of different all these side characters who really populate, like, do a great job of kind of filling out, filling out these other shows. Are now all in this, and it really is starting to feel like. We have a little bit of a universe here. I just
1: want to know if Iron Fist's character, uh, side character is going to be there as well. Um, yeah. Besides, besides, obviously, his girlfriend. Yeah. But um, I want to see if... Uh, it's Gao is the other... Um, Gao. Madam the, Gao. Yeah, Madam Gao. Yeah. Um, I want to know who else is going to be there. Um, oh, Stick
0: either. is in, it was in the trailer. And he's a big part of the trailer. I'm really looking forward to that. Um I'm Every Daredevil character,
1: definitely. <laughs> yes, because all these Daredevil characters, they've, they've all been built up and they're all pretty interesting characters that you can really get yeah. behind. So, And he has an advantage and they have an advantage because
0: they've had two seasons
1: worth of growth for
0: the most part. Obviously, not all of them. Some of them are only in season two, like Electra, but some of them made such an impact like Electra <laughs> that it feels like we've known them for a while.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that Iron Fist and Daredevil actually butt heads. Because I was like actually yeah. um, going, I was actually viewing the trailer again. I paused it, and it looks like it looks like Iron Fist and Daredevil will be butting heads, mm-hmm. um, probably over Elektra at this point, because Maybe. Elektra isn't Elektra. So yeah. it's it's going to be very interesting to see how Daredevil really copes with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I'm interested to see what they do with Luke because it didn't seem like he was in it too, too much. I mean, he had his moment at the end, but uh, he seemed like the least featured character, but he was more featured in the first trailer. So maybe they're just bouncing out. But um, yeah. And like I said, in the reaction, I just hope that this show convinces everyone that we really, 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 really need Jessica Jones season two as soon as possible.
1: Hey, I mean maybe they announce it today at some point because we are making this recording this, recording this pretty pretty early on Saturday. Yeah. So maybe the end of season two. Um I believe they announced it a while ago. Uh, I think it's coming out in January. I mean, I just hope that we have like a set date at this point when it's coming out.
0: Mm-hmm. Cause that'd be really great. Yeah. Um I I don't know if they will though, because I feel I think Netflix already had their panels. That's why we got this Defender thing. Um, but whatever, maybe at the Marvel panel, but I I don't know, maybe, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that show that comes out in August, right? Yes. I'm
1: excited. Yeah. I think it comes out after you leave actually. So probably it's going to be be depressing. Do we know how many
0: episodes it's going to be?
1: I don't know. Maybe eight. Uh,
0: I don't know. Right now I'm on, I'm on, I mean, Wikipedia is not necessarily the most accurate, bro. I've got like well, this says I don't know. It might it's be not, eight. I'd be, that'd be my guess too. It's, it's not.
1: Eight. It's not a good source, Carlos. Hey, it's underrated source. <laughs> it's an underrated. So we're not gonna get into <laughs> argument right now. <laughs> All right, All right uh, Carlos. Where can people find you? Wait, in what do? Are we gonna do um, recommendations? Uh, recommendations. We haven't done it sure. in a while. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I don't no, know. Do just, you have one? No, on? no, <laughs> no. whatever. Just go.
0: let go. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I don't even know if I have one. See,
1: you screwed yourself over. <laughs> hey,
0: I was just because we haven't done you it in a while. Screwed. I think we should deal yourself
1: it. over. You know
0: what? Memento. It's one of Nolan's best movies. Like I said, it could easily, I could easily make the argument that it's his best. And if you haven't seen it, you're really doing yourself a disservice, especially when talking about Nolan, because it is his second movie. And it is clearly one of his best. You will not, you will not, absolutely not regret watching Memento.
1: Watch it, okay. And my recommendation is definitely the the Big Sick. Uh, I really like the story. Like I said, it's 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 it was my number one of the year until <laughs> Dunkirk came and stole that place. But I definitely recommend Dunkirk as well. I mean, both these stories are really great. Uh, the Big Sick is about a man who was dating this, uh, he's a Pakistani, he was dating this 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 white girl, and um, he, he's actually Kumail, for those of you guys who know him, he's actually in Silicon Valley, and um, it's about basically his story, as, um, you know, his family wants him to, you know, it's it's a arranged marriage, that's how the culture is, and his family wants him to have an arranged marriage, but he doesn't want to do that, but um, but he's also dating this girl, and um, she ends up going into a coma. And it's it's basically about him forming a really close relationship with his uh, ex girlfriend's parents, and, and realizing still that he wants to be with her. So it's a really great story. Um, I really love this story. It's a really great sort of. It's based on a true story, and you know it, it's really lighthearted. You you really uh, it's a unique unique story when it comes to uh romance so definitely check that out and dunkirk I, I personally i didn't know that this battle even took place i mean it's probably just because i haven't been in school in so long but <laughs> um uh just because you know you forget a few things when you're out of school but um this this uh this story is a really interesting story um for those of you guys who are definitely into history i recommend that you check this out it's probably how it was um, you know, it was really intense. I mean, there was a lot of older generations that went to see it with us to um, really like the film for the, from what I, from what I could tell. So definitely check this out. I mean, it was a really great, great film. Yeah. All right. You want to sign us out? What, Don't, didn't you, yeah, you did give a recommendation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right, Carlos, where can people find you on social media? (laughs) You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry456,
0: and make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFellas, that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and then our website, ScreenFellas.com, Brianna's doing great
1: stuff over there. You can check a written review for Dunkirk on the website awesome man and you can find me on twitter at castro ozzy also if you guys have any recommendations any tv shows movies anything along that realm that you guys want to want to recommend to carlos and i please feel free to email me at ozzy.castro at uh like as carlos said check out the check out the content that brianna is posting i mean she's giving a lot of she's putting out a lot of content Really, really rapid content. I mean, I, I don't think she's ever put uh, like this. The amount of stuff she's putting out, I don't think she's been done it like this in a while. So she's really just support her. She's really passionate about her work. Definitely give her uh, give her some support there. Also, check out our reaction video. This is the first time actually I have been in a reaction video. Uh, pretty fun. Pretty fun doing it. Uh, you're going to see a lot more YouTube, YouTube videos coming out in August. So definitely keep an eye out for that. And also support our reaction video. It's, it's pretty neat yeah check it out it's, it's a nice it's a nice experience reacting to something it's, yeah anyways um, <laughs> alright guys um, we hope you enjoyed the show please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes Google Play or SoundCloud please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play also check us out on YouTube this is ScreenFellers